So I was not going to make an episode of the show this week because um, very sadly, um, this weekend I had to say goodbye to our Chihuahua that has been with my family for the better part of 13 years. And uh, I met him around the same time that I met my wife, who uh, is an insurance superstar to me. But I thought instead um, I could take a moment and before we get into the episode, just share some thoughts on insurance and pets or animals and your family. And yeah, so a couple thoughts have been running through my head as I, you know, deal with uh, saying goodbye to little Macho. And, you know, we, when the dog first came into our lives, we actually took him everywhere, including to the office. And I was fortunate enough that I could bring my dog to work. And you know what? I thought it was incredible. And then later in life, for some reason, when I would hear about people bringing their animals to work, I would think, oh, they're so distracted or they can't concentrate or whatnot. But then I remembered, you know, when our dog was there, it was great. We got to spend a little bit more time together. He pretty much just sat in his bed all day. And you know what? It made the office environment even better. It just made it feel really great. So, you know, I was just thinking if, if you have that opportunity, if you're able to bring your dog to work or cat or what, whatever, whatever it may be, um, and you can do that, you can spend that little bit more time together, it's great because when you have to say goodbye, you look back and think, <clears throat> I could have spent a lot more time uh, with that dog. And something to remember is, you know, your dog is probably just waiting all day for you to come home. Now, for those of you who work from home, it's obviously a little bit different, but there are a lot of you who do not. And uh, yeah, it's just something to think about. Um, sure, let's leave an insurance note in there. You might want to check with your general liability or business owner's policy first about how that works. But if you have that opportunity, I think it's a real, it can be a really great thing. And, you know, today, fortunately, the office or actually offices that I get to go to, they encourage bringing your dogs to work. It's, uh, it's very interesting how the buildings work. And, uh, yeah. The other thing is, I know a lot of you have been telling me that since 2020 and everything that's you know, going on in the world, that you've been working harder than ever, you know? And I kind of feel the same way. So just another reminder from when you lose someone or a pet or you know whatever term you want to use that's special to you, you might look back and think, oh, why did I spend so much time working when I could have spent more time with my family? And whether that family has two legs or four, it's the same, it could be the same feeling. So it's just something, something else to think about. So on that note, um, we will all, uh, you know, we'll always remember little Nacho and how awesome he was. So with that being said, let us go on with today's show. Cue the intro. Here we go. Go, Nacho, go! Go, Nacho, go! Good boy! Welcome to the Ultimate Insurance Agency Podcast. Planet of the Agents. Planet of the Agents. 
where we give you the real scoop on being an insurance agent and running an agency. This show is all about helping you focus on earning more money as an agent and building your own insurance. Hey, everybody. It is your host here, Dave Baker, with Planet of the Agents. I know you're already probably subscribed to the channel, wherever you're listening, podcast, YouTube, whatever it is. But of course, if you are not, make sure to tap that little subscribe button and of course, click the little notification bell. Okay, so let's jump into today's episode. Oh, quick reminder, if you do want to contact me, of course, you can go to planetoftheagents.com where you'll sign up for the newsletter, which I appreciate very much. And then you can always click the contact button and reach out to me. I'd love to hear your uh, thoughts and your insights and what uh, you'd like to hear about on the show. Of course, this time, if you would like to send me some pictures of your dog or your office mascot or, you know, the um, important uh, four-legged or who knows, (laughs) who knows what you have, actually, uh, creature in your life, then, yeah, please do so. It would be awesome. You can actually attach a file uh, on the webpage when you reach out to me. Of course, you can email me at dave at planetoftheagents.com. Okay, so let's do this. In today's episode, I want to talk about something that I touched on before, but I want to talk about it again because it is coming up more and more, and people ask me, how do you explain rate increases to your customers? Now, I've already talked about this on a recent show, but I do want to address it again and give you some more talking points because people have told me uh, quite a few stories. Uh, One agent in Utah told me that she heard that um, her carrier, and she's a, uh, I believe she's a captive agent, she said they were going to be raising homeowners insurance premiums 40% in her book of business or her neighborhood, wherever that may be in in the the great state of Utah. Can you imagine uh, when people get those rate increase notices? It's not going to be enjoyable. Now, I would think that some people will call on the phone, of course, some people will text or email, and you'll want some talking points. You want to explain it because people say things like, I've been with you forever. I don't have any claims. Why me? Right? I'm sure you've experienced this. This doesn't just apply to personal lines. I mean, I hear about it constantly in auto insurance. And I feel that's a little easier to explain sometimes, and we'll, we'll mention a few key points, but uh, property insurance rates are going up. You know, there are fires, there are other things going on that are driving rates up. And it's good to have some talking points. If you have a staff or a team, you might want to prepare them with the talking points so that when someone calls, they're not lost, right? You want to be prepared. It makes things a lot easier. So, So what do we uh, talk about when we have someone who contacts us about rate increases? Well, number one, I think it's important to let people know it's not just you. It's a a group of people who meet certain statistics or demographics in terms of, you know, it could be the car they drive, their zip code, the industry they're in, the business classification. It could be all kinds of things. Claim frequency, claim severity in those industries. But let's go over some small things that are related to property insurance. So that could be homes, could be commercial property, and auto insurance. It could be personal lines. It could be commercial auto. It could be a lot of things. It could be motorcycles, too. Interestingly, by the way, I do want to hear your comments. Feel free to drop a comment below or uh, send it out on the website. Have you been seeing rate increases in specialty lines like RVs or motorcycles or personal watercraft or boats? 
I haven't seen or heard moreover so much about that, but I have heard much more about auto home and property in general. Uh, in my own business, I do see like in surplus lines, I do see rate increases on contractors, but not so much on too many other classes, but I'm still working on a, a comparison. And again, I haven't done a deep dive into this, but I just noticed when I compare the previous year's policy to the new renewal quote, there has been some price shifting. So let's talk about item number one as to why rates are increasing on these lines, and that is supply chain disruptions. So just this week, there's talk about problems at the Port of Oakland. M many people already know and are certainly aware of the supply chain issues with the boat sitting off the coast, not, you know, uh, the, the large loading containers being stuck at the docks. All of those things can affect the price of what? Well, auto parts, right? It can affect the price of materials. And materials in general are all over the board. If you haven't looked at lumber prices, you should look at the price fluctuation. You can find that information. You could search for something like the price of random length lumber. That's a way that lumber prices are measured. It's just like looking for, say, crude oil, right? You can see those prices in their trend. But look what happened with lumber. And look what happened with other commodities. And those things can, of course, affect the cost of property and rebuilding costs, right? So when it comes to auto parts, sometimes they just can't get the auto parts. There's a wait, there's shipping, there's delays, there are price increases on the parts. There's so much going on. Now, this is, this is a big issue. It's affecting the insurance industry. It's affecting the cost of claims, right? Therefore, it ultimately leads to potential rate increases. All right, let's dive into item number two. This is something that you face probably in your daily life, and that is called inflation. For those of you who were not um, in the consumer class or in the world of purchasing things in the 70s, this is a shock to many people, including me. It's it's not a pleasure, right? We are seeing more inflation than we have seen in, in most of our lifetimes. For those of you experienced agents out there, you know you've been in business for 40, 50, 60 years, you've seen a lot more than people from all the different current generations, Gen Z, Gen Y, the millennials, all the different ones. If you're from the baby boomer generation, it might be a little bit different. If you're from the greatest generation, it might be different as well. But here's the thing, I mean, I don't even know if I have to explain this. I mean, you go to the supermarket and you see it, but how does it affect the insurance industry? Well, again, the cost of parts have increased. The cost of materials, they have increased. And also the cost of used cars has dramatically increased. The cost of new cars has increased. So for example, if someone has new car replacement costs on their policy, what does that mean? Well, what do you think? If they have to buy a new car for someone who has a totaled car, guess what? The price has increased. So if the insurance company is paying out more money, it's affecting their loss ratios. And when they look at their combined ratios, et cetera, what happens? They realize we might have to file for rate increases. So this inflation is affecting the cost of repairs. And another thing to remember is that cars are not as simple as they once were. I mean, what is, right? So for example, a bumper a long time ago was a bumper. 
Maybe it had some metal, maybe it had some plastic, maybe it had some fiberglass or some different things. Today, it's like a little computer. It's got backup cameras, it's got backup sensors, it's got lighting in it, it's got all of these features. And those are things, once again, that affect the cost of repairing a vehicle. So, that was item number two on our list. Let's jump into something that I'm sure a lot of you agents are dealing with now. Item number three, the labor shortage. Perhaps you've heard terms like the great resignation. I mean, there are many different terms for what's going on, but you know, people are not as interested in, in jobs and you're seeing huge pay increases. I like to bring up this example of when I was walking by Panda Express. I'm sure many of you have heard of it. If you have not where you live, it is a uh, quick service type of uh, Asian food restaurant, Chinese food primarily. And I saw a sign that said something like $20 an hour. And I, I saw that in uh, a state where minimum wage is around $8 an hour. Wow. Wow. I mean, what a huge price increase. I will bet there's some of you listening right now to this show who do not make $20 an hour. So what happens when the cost of labor goes up? Well, of course, it's a supply and demand issue, right? Therefore, if there's less labor, people have to be paid more. And where did those costs go? If you guess to the consumer, you're right. Aside from wondering why your milk is costing several dollars a gallon or eggs I've seen for $5 a dozen, and these weren't fancy eggs, okay, these are just the regular eggs I saw for $5 a dozen, well, it affects insurance too. Again, the cost of repairs goes up because the cost of labor goes up. There's so many different things and people are changing their careers, changing their perspective on what they wanna do. So here we all are. So you could bring that up as item number three. Next is something I touched on a moment ago, and that is going to be item number four. That'll be the severity of accidents in the auto industry. So what am I talking about? There are usually two things that companies look at, right? Frequency of claims, how often there are claims, how many claims there are, and severity. So you commonly, this is reduced to frequency and severity. So the severity is the cost of a claim. I actually saw that a claim paid for a, on a million dollar personal umbrella. I don't think I've seen that in so many years, but when I saw the report, I was shocked. It's something I hadn't seen. And I thought, wow, there's, a, there's severity for you. So what's happened? Well, let's think about it. Uh, people were working from home, for example, right? So they were working from home, they were driving less, and now they're back on the road. So originally people were driving on, for more personal usage, they didn't have commercial vehicles out as much and the roads were emptier. I'm sure some of you actually got to experience not having traffic. And that's probably a treat for some of you, those of you who live in those places full of traffic. I mean, I remember just driving in Las Vegas thinking, wow, it's not busy at rush hour at all. Now, uh, Las Vegas does have unique business hours. It's not exactly like every other place, but it still has a rush hour. And I'm, you know, driving on uh, the 15 freeway or Highway 15, and it was great. I was on time to dinner. But what happened after everybody stopped working from home or some people returned to the office? Guess what I saw? A bunch of cars again. So emptier roads also changed the way some people drove. Now, I don't have a statistic on this, but I... 
I noticed something. People seem to be driving faster because they could. And then when, a, when the roads filled up again, what happened? Guess what? They have to readjust and that is time consuming. I read a statistic that there were, there were 10% or more, maybe it's 10 and a half or 11%, don't quote me on this, more fatal accidents um, in the year 2021 as compared to 2020. That's a tragedy, but also that's an issue, right? So these are four key talking points that you can bring up when people ask about auto rates. Uh, property rates will be a little bit different because you know accidents are not gonna apply. But the three key things here were the labor shortage, inflation, and our friend supply chain disruptions. Now you might say, well, are any of these gonna get better soon? Well, I don't have a crystal ball, and if I did, and I could just see the future, well, I'd be a billionaire. Or if I had a time machine, I'd be a billionaire. So if you have a time machine or a crystal ball, great, congratulations. But if you don't, well, you can look at um, statistics. You can look at, uh, there are many statistics out there. Not just the CPI, the Consumer Price Index. There are alternative statistics I'm sure that you could look for and you would see that things continue to go up in price. And I don't know when that's gonna stop. And there's the labor shortage. I cannot tell you how many people tell me that they simply can't hire anyone because either they can't afford it or people aren't interested in the industry. But supply chain disruptions? Well, I wanna tell you I have some good news. I threw a button there, but I don't. I don't see things getting great. I actually had talked to an acquaintance who works down on the port and he said, we're working as fast as we can. We're doing the best we can, but you know, new things come up. So what are your takeaways from this? Number one, be prepared. Have not necessarily a script, but just talking points that people can use when your clients call or perhaps a template email that you could send out when you receive questions about pricing. Of course, it gives you an opportunity also to review the coverages on a policy and make sure they meet the needs of, of your customer, but that's my first takeaway. Number two, you can't control this stuff, so you have to manage it. And that's part of retaining customers and you want to retain your customers. And the third takeaway, well, that's from my intro. And that is don't work so hard and don't stress so much that you don't get to uh, spend time with the people or the pets that mean so much to you. And for those of you out there who are pet parents or animal lovers, um, yeah, and if you have a special one in your life, remember that a lot of times they love you more than they love themselves. And, uh, you know, Whoever has the first loss, whether you leave them earlier in life or they leave you, you know, it was, uh, it was special and you should always cherish the time uh, that you had together. So on that note, uh, I don't think I can keep talking about this stuff, but uh, you know, with time, time heals all wounds. So again, I'm gonna dedicate this episode to Nacho, the greatest Chihuahua ever. And uh, I'll leave you with my usual ending. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Tap that little like button. Give me a little plus if you're on the podcast or a little heart. 
Make sure you're signed up for my newsletter at planetoftheagents.com. And uh, if you want to send me a picture of the special little furry or maybe feathered uh, creature in your life, go to the website, click the contact button, attach a photo, send me an email, dave at planetoftheagents.com. I love getting your emails. It really makes my day. And uh, yeah, it's a special episode. So everybody, until the next episode, I cannot wait to see you again. And I, I want you to know that I actually mean that. I can love talking about this stuff and love helping wherever I can. All right, everybody. Take care. Thanks for listening to Planet of the Agents. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And head over to our website at planetoftheagents.com to sign up for our newsletter and get even more information on how to grow your insurance agency.